I have talked quite often between my former and current shows about stores that are closing. But there's one particular word that got left out somehow, some way. And when I saw this word originally from this piece from KCTV5.com, my thought was, where do you come up with this one? Yes, Kmart was once upon a time a retail giant. Yes, I did do blue lights for him from time to time. But that word extinction is a very interesting word. And I want to take a look a little further into that for, the, for my top story here on the New Directions podcast this time around. For my second segment, it isn't worth the headache. And I'll get to that a little further as we get closer to that segment. But that second segment is going to have that heading. It isn't worth the headache anymore. And we'll get to both of them as we get going with this edition of the New Directions podcast, which I will begin on the other side of this break. Fun well done has evolved. This is Terry Runyon from the New Directions Podcast inviting you to Legends Field this summer to take advantage of how fun well done has evolved. The Kansas City T-Bones, as of last year, have become the Kansas City Monarchs. And as that new team, they won the American Association Championship last year. Their first game was May 13th, and I hope to see each and every one of you out at that ballpark when the season starts at that time. Fun is a lot more affordable. Food is a lot more affordable. There are places for the kids, places for you to watch the game. No seed is bad at all. There has never been a sellout. And overall, it's family fun for everyone. So I invite you to come to Legends Field this coming May to see the first, see the second season of the Kansas City Monarchs. Fun well done has become very legendary. From the Monarchs, see you at the ballpark. To set up this segment, I found the perfect song. Little early Willie Nelson for you. Here he is with I'm a Memory. You bore for a song 
a dream that comes with the night. I'm a face that fades with the light. I'm a tear. That was uh, one of my favorite early Willie Nelson songs. That was him, the red-headed stranger with I'm a Memory. Now, when I talked about these stores that were closing, one of the ones I know I mentioned was Kmart, and there were a few others on that list as well. And I originally talked about this on Blog Talk Radio. But there was a word that KCTV5 was using in this piece that I thought was kind of interesting. I'm not as strong a fan of TV5 as I am for, as you know. But when they mentioned this particular word, I got very, very interested. The word was extinction. Will I be able to get this to play? Let's see here. Might be able to. Let's see. A piece published by David Porter on the 11th of April. And I think it was published for their morning show. I'll get into this while that maybe possibly is loading. The familiar sights and sounds are still there. The scuffed and faded floor tiles, the relentless beige-on-beige color scheme, the toddler's clothes and refrigerators, and pretty much everything in between. There's even a canned recording that begins attention Kmart shoppers, except it's to remind folks about COVID-19 precautions, not to alert them to a flash sale over in ladies' lingerie like days of old. Three words, blue light special. Many of the shelves are bare, though at the Kmart in Avenel, New Jersey, picked over by bargain hunters as the store prepares to close its doors for good April 16th. So as I'm, as I'm doing this with you, they have closed. Once it shutters, the number of Kmarts in the U.S., once well over 2,000, will be down to three in the continental U.S. And a handful of stores elsewhere according to multiple reports in the retail world now dominated by Walmart, Target, and good old Amazon. The demise of, of the store in the middle-class suburb, 15 miles south of New York City, is the tale of the death of the discount department store, writ small. You're always thinking about it because stores are closing all over, but it's still sad, says cashier Michelle Yavorsky who said she has worked at the Avenel store for two and a half years. I'll miss the place. A lot of people shopped here. In its heyday, Kmart sold product lines endorsed by celebrities Martha Stewart and Jacqueline Smith, supported NASCAR auto races, and was mentioned in movies including Rain Man and Beetlejuice. 
It was name dropped in songs by artists from Eminem to the Beastie Boys to Hall and Oates. In 2003, Eminem bought a 29-room suburban Detroit mansion, once owned by former Kmart chairman Chuck Conaway. The chain cemented a place in American culture with its blue light specials. There you go. A, blue, a flashing blue orb affixed to a pole that would beckon shoppers to a flash sale in progress. Part of its success was due to its early adoption of layaway programs, which allowed customers who lacked credit to reserve items and pay for them in installments. For a time, Kmart had a little bit of everything. You could shop for your kids' back-to-school supplies, get your car tuned up, and grab a meal without leaving the premises. Kmart was a part of America, said Michael Lazisky, a Baltimore-based author who has written several books on U.S. retail history. Everybody went to Kmart, whether you liked it or not. They had everything. You had toys. You had sporting goods. You had candy. You had stationery. It was something for everybody. This was almost as much of a social visit as it was a shopping visit. You could spend hours here, and there's just dotted the American landscape over the years. These just dotted the landscape, American landscape over the years. Kmart's decline has been slow but steady, brought about by years of failing sa falling sales, changes in shopping habits, and the looming shadow of Walmart, which coincidentally began its life within months of Kmart's founding in 1962. I found the Struggling to compete with Walmart's low prices and Target's trendier offerings, Kmart filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy protection in early 2002, becoming the largest U.S. retailer to take that step and announced it would close more than 250 stores. A few years later, hedge fund executive Edward Lampert combined Sears and Kmart and pledged to return them to their former greatness. But the recession and the rising dominance of Amazon contributed in derailing those goals. Sears filed for Chapter 11 in 2018 and currently has a handful of stores left in the U.S. where it once had thousands. Kmart's continued to operate in Westwood, New Jersey, Bridgehampton on New York's Long Island, and Miami, the final three. It didn't have to end this way, according to Mark Cohen, Director of Retail Studies at Columbia University in New York and former CEO of Sears Canada. Trying to compete with Walmart on price was a foolish strategy, he said. And Lampert was criticized for not having a retail background and appearing more interested in stripping off the assets of the two, two chains for their cash value. It's a study in greed, avarice, and incompetence, Cohen said. Sears should have never gone away. Kmart was in worse shape, but not fatally so. And now they're both gone. Retailers fall by the wayside sometimes because they're selling things people don't want to buy, he continued. That's a brilliant statement. In the case of Kmart, everything they used to sell, people are buying, buying, but they're buying it from Walmart and Target. Transformco, which owns Kmart and Sears, did not respond to an email seeking comment and a phone number listed for the company was not taking messages. Nationwide, some former Kmarts remain vacant, while others have been replaced by other big box stores, fitness centers, self-storage facilities, even churches.
One former site in Colorado Springs, Colorado, is now a popular dine-in movie theater. Employees at the Kmart in Avenel found out last month that the store would close. Unlike 20 years ago, when news of impending Kmart closures around the country prompted an outpouring of support from loyal shoppers, and a Detroit radio station even mounted a campaign to try and save a local store, the closing of the Avenel location was met mostly with an air of resignation. It's maybe a little nostalgic because I've lived my whole life in this area, but it's just another retail store closing, said Jim Shaber, a resident of nearby Isselin, who said his brother worked in the shoe department at Kmart for years. It's just another sign of people doing online shopping and not going out to the retail stores. The closing packed a little more of an emotional punch for Mike Jordanek, a truck driver who recalled shopping at Kmart in Brooklyn and Queens in his younger days. It's like history passing right in front of our eyes, he said, as he sat in his car outside the Avenel store. When I was younger, I didn't have any money, so it was good, a good place to shop, because the prices were cheap. And to see it gone right now, it's kind of sad. And it's also a sign of the times, my friends, because the retail market is getting very tight. Prices are getting very high. And market, it's getting unafford, unaffordable. This article was basically not saying anything different with the exception of one word, and that word was extinction. And apparently, given what the piece said, there being only three Kmarts left, all three of which are on the East Coast, I think maybe that might be the case. And there may not be a whole lot of other stores that aren't that are too far behind them either. Time will tell. We'll talk about it here on the show. But I'm not totally sure how things are going to work in the retail market for years to come. But as I say, time will tell. On the other side of this break, I'm at the end of the road. There's going to be a person that will whose name will be mentioned on this broadcast for the final time on the other side of this uh, of this break because and it's not because of anger but because of life taking both of us in different directions but I'm not going to lie and say I'm not frustrated about it because I am but I will get into details about this entire thing right after this Would you like a taste of what this show used to be like? Well, I have a website that I want to share with you that will allow you to do just that. The website is blogtalkradio.com slash new dash directions. It is where this show that you now know as the podcast started. I went back recently to see if there were still some shows available for people to listen to. To my surprise, there are. So 
if you get a chance and you have an astou- nostalgic mood, you might say, and would like to listen to some old radio, feel free to do so. The place you could do it, blogtalkradio.com slash new-directions. And you'll see how this show became what it is now, which is the New Directions Podcast. Check them out. You'll be glad you did. You know the story by now. In 2020, I entered a singing contest for Fox 4's theme song at the time. This is RKC. And a certain person recognized me right off. And that person's name was Mark Alford. He got me interested in maybe possibly having an opportunity to meet him. One of his original answers to this was when the pandemic is over. Well, fast forward now to earlier this year. Earlier this year, after I think he said 18 years with Fox 4, Mark left it. Mark left it to go into politics. He now is running for 4th District Congressman. But being the naive person that I was, and I will grant you that, I still felt that there could be an opportunity that would pop up For the two of us to meet. But it became. Clearer. With each passing time that I tried. Or that anybody tried. Was that the only way I was going to be able to meet him. Was if I brought some money for a campaign contribution. Yes. Campaigning for office. Is something that we do in this country. I get that. But it's also apparent that the people that are currently in office have gotten through a lot of static in recent years. And when I had a podcast episode where I talked about Mike Thompson and Mark Alford going into this, I was afraid that Mark was going to fall into some kind of a trap. Now, let me make one thing clear at this point. I, he did not do anything to me personally. He did not. And I'm not upset with... I'm not upset that he did do anything to me personally. From what I've seen of him, he strikes me as a friendly person. He talks about political ads. He puts some on his Alford's Army page. But he has also shared Bible verses. 
And I will admit, and I'll be fair at this point, that he is doing the right thing by bringing God in because a lot of folks that are in politics even now have done whatever they could to keep God out. And yes, I do believe that Mark is a man of faith. He helped his mom, helped his mom celebrate her birthday not too terribly long ago. I guess what I'm trying to say is this. The road, the life road now, that I think we have, that we have taken for ourselves, it's not all going to be the same. Mark's road is in politics. Mine, as you know by now, is not. And I don't know. Let me kind of change gears a little bit and move over to God. To something that I've believed is very, very true about God. And these words you will never see in any Bible anywhere. God is a God of surprise. So, I think I'm probably, at this point, safe to just do this. God does have a plan, no question about that. And if it be his will, I would not complain one bit if Mark Alford and I were in the same room somewhere. I would prefer it not be a campaign stop and just have the two of us be friends. But I don't think that's going to happen, at least not right away. I think that the election is supposed to be in November. And as far as I'm concerned, Mark, I wish you the best. I wish you and Leslie both the best. But I'm not going to push for anything at the moment. And it's just simply because the road is taking us, you and me both, different directions. In the spirit of the show, new directions. And it's probably just going to be easier to let the road take us wherever it's supposed to. And I'm just going to leave it at that. Here's Roy with yesterday when I was young.
Roy with Yesterday When I Was Young, and we'll be right back. I have an extra segment I want to share with you to lead into wrapping things up. This is something I originally put on my Facebook page from Visit KC six years ago. And it's a display of the City of Fountains as we get ready to get the fountains going this week. 
From the majestic to the whimsical, over 200 fountains dot the Kansas City landscape. They visit KC Original Series. This is City of Fountains. The Spirit of Freedom Fountain. Laura Conyer Smith Fountain. The Firefighters Fountain and Memorial near Southwest Traffic Way. William Volker Memorial Fountain, Volker Park, of course. The Delbert J. Half Circle Fountain. The Crown Center Square Fountains. Some of the best I've seen. The Children's Fountain. The Women's Leadership Fountain. Eagle Scout Memorial. The Northland Foundation, fountain rather, in North Kansas City. Vietnam Veterans Memorial. The Muse of the Missouri. The Kauffman Stadium Fountains, of course. J.C. Nichols Memorial Fountain. The Henry Woolman Block Fountain. Visit KC.com. CountryLiving.com has come up with a list of the gorgeous places in America that you have to visit before you die. I'm going to take a moment to take a look at this list. I do not know how many places they have on here, but it does sound like a very intriguing topic. Next time on the podcast, and I think it's probably going to take two segments to get them all in if so fine and we'll take about the gorgeous places you have to visit in your lifetime we'll do that next time as i said right here on the new directions podcast working my way towards a final thought i'm hoping to find it here just a second well we'll do it this way a lot of folks have been concerned about the folks in the Ukraine, and understandably so. So I figure this time around, this was a prayer that was published by the governing body of the Methodist Church. And I want to go ahead and use this as a final thought for this show. Holy and gracious God, we pray for the people of the Ukraine and the people of Russia, for their countries and their leaders. We pray for all those who are afraid that your everlasting arms hold them in this time of great fear. We pray for all those who have the power over life and death, that they will choose for all people life and life in all its fullness. We pray for those who choose war, that they will remember that you direct your people to turn swords into plowshares 
and to seek peace. We pray for leaders on the world stage, that they are inspired by the wisdom and courage of Christ. Above all, Lord, today we pray for peace in Ukraine. And we ask this in the name of your blessed Son. And I'll throw that one in because I like the way Ron King did this, whose name is Jesus. Amen. And with that, that's going to wind things up for this edition of the New Directions Podcast. Thank you for being with me as always. We're going to get away for a while, at least in a matter of speaking, and talk about some of the places that if you haven't visited, countryliving.com says you need to before, before you die. Until then, we're ready for song number seven, and it's getting ready to go here. I call on Dirk Bentley to sing it for you. To get us out of here for this edition, here he is with Free and Easy Down the Road I Go. Keep rolling. 